0: And you know that we'll be spending a pretty penny while you get to carry the bags and follow us a few steps behind. We always make sure to do something to embarrass you. You're a little worried because of all the sales this weekend that you might run into someone you know. But it shouldn't be a problem. Only this time, we have you park outside the big department store. You know the one. Things are a little pricier than elsewhere in the mall, but customer service is the number one priority. And when we walk inside, we go straight to the cosmetics department to begin perusing the creams and perfumes. I pull your wrist out and start using you as a human perfume tester. This is so much better than spraying it on a little card, don't you think? Victoria thinks this game is funny, too, and so she takes your other wrist and starts spraying you with ladies' perfume. Oh, I think this one smells great on you, she says loudly, and you can see several sales associates looking over quite uncomfortably and then correcting their expressions, smiling as if it's the most natural thing in the world. It's clear that you're making everyone pretty uncomfortable. They must think you're a sissy. Who else would put up with such nonsense from two pretty girls? That's when I sit you down in the makeup chair. Let's see what we should do, I asked. Nobody in particular. And you start to sweat. You feel it. The wetness under your arms. You think I wouldn't dare do something like this in public. But I do. I pull out a bright red lipstick and begin to clean it off with the tissue. And just then, a girl pops up from behind the counter. Hi, she says. Can I help you with something? My friend here is actually going to be performing in our college's production of La Cage aux Folles. He's going to be great, but we needed some help in picking out some makeup for him. You know, he only has the cheapest stuff. So is that something that you could do? Have you ever done a man's makeup before? I asked. Satisfied with my explanation, she beamed. Absolutely. That's no problem at all. It actually sounds fun. What is the costume like? It's all over-exaggerated, like on Drag Race. His character is definitely a full-on drag queen," added Victoria. I noticed several of the beautiful cosmetics department saleswomen turn to look at you and snicker, and could tell they were imagining you as a big, ridiculous caricature cinched in a tight sequin lounge singer dress, or maybe they're laughing because I knew you'd probably be a very pretty girl. I knew you were feeling very vulnerable, but knowing that you'd be punished if you didn't go along with the joke, you smiled. Well, you said, I actually haven't been doing this very long. Victoria and I can't stop laughing. (laughs) And the girl about to do your makeup looks back at me a little bit nervously. Just what's your budget for makeup today? She asks. We were thinking between 150 and 200. We want heavy foundation that can stand up under theater lights and also cover up any five o'clock shadow, I said motioning to your face. Of course, you shaved your face. It's silky smooth. Not much hair grows there anyway. The thought of you with a five o'clock shadow is amusing. A five-day shadow is more like it. Anyway, she studies your face like an artist before she pours some liquid into her hands. She reaches up to your face and begins massaging a perfume lotion to your skin, explaining the benefits of antioxidants. She takes a few black compacts from the little basket and starts making stripes on your cheeks. She finds one that looks good. You look like your C-34, she says, and writes it down on a little chart with a cartoon face of a lady on it. We'll write down all the products we use here, so you know what to do when you go home, she says, smiling brightly while covering your face with thick pancake makeup, until you have a nearly flawless complexion. She reaches for a tin on the counter filled with makeup brushes and pulls out a large fluffy brush. She finds the corresponding loose powder and dabs the brush in it. Shaking off the excess, it sticks to your clothes. Oh, I'm sorry, she says, beginning to wipe the makeup powder from your shirt. That's okay, I say. Just leave it. She stops, smiles, and laughs. All right, she says, as if she's beginning to catch on to the joke. She dusts your face with flush-colored powder, then pulls out a large tray. Blush, I say. I think maybe something a little over the top. You know his character is kind of a slut, you know. She reaches down and chooses a bright, hot pink color for your cheeks and brushes it on each cheekbone. How about this, she says. Very nice, I say. He's starting to look more and more like a girl every moment. She laughs at my comment. Victoria is playing with the lipstick, and now she's found a bright hooker shade of red. Oh, can he wear this one? asks Victoria, handing it to the makeup artist. She takes the tube from Victoria's hands and holds it up to her face. Yes, she says, this should do nicely. She pulls out another tray and fishes out the corresponding lip liner, sprays it with some alcohol, and wipes the tip with a tissue. "'Purse your lips like this,' she says, making a fish mouth. "'You do as,' she says, and Victoria and I can't stop laughing. She traces the lines of your lips. "'Can you make his lips bigger?' I ask. "'You know, more voluptuous.' "'Sure,' she says,' and begins drawing outside of your lip line. Next, I'm going to fill it with colored pencil, and then we'll use the brush to apply the lip color to ensure long wear. It's also funny. When you look up, you notice almost all of the sales girls you can see are clustered together in little groups, pretending not to stare. But they are. And when you catch one of them, she laughs, <laughs> then turns away. They're all pretty amused that there's a man getting a makeover in the cosmetics department. And now, says the girl in the black dress, we're going to toot your eyes. Hmm, Victoria says, looking over the makeup artist's palette of colors. How about something flashy gold? The woman gets a smaller brush and pours a small amount glittering gold powder into the palm of her hand and begins to expertly sweep it over your eyelids. Now remember, he's in drag, I say, so we want something over the top, but believable. Not a problem, assures the artist. She takes out another pencil, begins to fill in your eyebrows. Something dramatic, I say. We've already been waxing his eyebrows, but we want them to be really good. You're already blushing profusely from our comments when she takes a black pencil and instructs you to close your eyes. She starts to color on your eyelid from the center of your eye to the corner. She switches, moving to the other eye, and it's a strange sensation for you to feel a pencil on your eyelid, but you keep your eyes closed. As if reading your mind, she adds, Not much longer. You hear the familiar sound of the mascara tube being pulled open, and she begins to coat each lash. This mascara is special, she explains. It's got fibers, and it actually lengthens your lashes. She sounds excited, and Victoria and I can't help but laugh. Well, she says, that's about it. You look really good. A couple of the girls that are gathered nearby wander over, and even they can't help but laugh. Everybody's totally having fun at your expense. The cosmetologist hands you a silver hand mirror, and you look at the reflection and stare. You almost don't recognize yourself. Surprisingly, you look pretty okay, even if overly made up. We're in a hurry, I say. We need all of this makeup, except for that mascara and eyeliner. We already have that. Obediently, you take out your credit card and pay for the purchases. I look over and I can see by the look on your face that you can't imagine that you're going to have to walk through the mall in your boy clothes and your face painted full of makeup. No, I say reading your mind. We're not going to leave the store quite yet. They have a very high tolerance for freaks and perverts here. Good luck with the play, calls out the makeup artist. I hope I helped. Oh, said Victoria, he's going to be the best tootsies over, and we couldn't have done it without you. I thought he was doing La Cage a Fall, she asked. Well, there's always spring, I reply. Hi, I am Miss Jen Davis, and this has been a preview of one of my many audio clips. For more information on me and how to get the full clip, please go to my website at missjendavis.com. once again that's missgendavis.com that's spelled www. miss s gen j davis .com once again that url is www. Miss, M-I-S-S, J-E-N-N-D-A-B-I-S dot com. Thank you for listening.